Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. I hope everyone is doing fantastic. You know, I was looking at the stats for the show and it's just amazing. We're into a hundred and uh, 112 different countries and this show has literally went around the globe. Um, you know, there's a few spots, mostly Africa are where the bulk of the countries are that have not had at least one check-in, but most anywhere else around the world, it's just amazing the the reach, the varied countries, but we all have the same thing, axial spondyloarthritis. We all suffer from the same condition, and that's really where it, I think, is so important to realize that, well, there might be borders imposed, conditions, d- diseases, arthritis, whatever you want to term you want to use, doesn't recognize it. We're all in the same boat. We all feel the same pain to some degree. And I think it's just amazing to see check-ins come in from all these different places around the world and know that there's this huge community of people that are all dealing with this condition. And with that, speaking of issues, one of the things that I've seen coming up just a whole bunch in the forums is fatigue. And I can certainly understand that. Um, I go through really varied bouts of fatigue myself. Um, mine are due to some um, uh, low testosterone for the most part, but it's also axial spondyloarthritis based. It's all kind of tied in together. And so I came across this great article from axialspondyloarthritis.net, and I'll have a link to it in the show notes. And it's called Fatigue and Axial Spondyloarthritis. And it came out, oh, a little over a year ago. So I know this is a topic I've touched base on before, but I think it's so important to touch base on it again and understand I'm not a doctor. I'm just another person with axial spondyloarthritis. So please, if you're having excessive fatigue, it's great to post in the forums and ask, but you got to see your doctor. You have to have your doctor run all your blood tests and look and see what is going on. Is it hormonal? Is it AS related? What it is? Have them help you determine what it is. But I'm going to give you a few ideas that might help you talk to your doctor because I know you go into those appointments and you have all these good intentions and things in your head. Doctor's running late. He or she comes in in kind of a whirlwind, asks you a few questions, and they're gone before you even can think to process what you need to ask. So write this stuff down. Make sure if it sounds like it's something that's affecting you that you are, you know, you are controlling it. You are, the doctor works for you. So we know that with axial spondyloarthritis, fatigue is a symptom and it can be a feature of the conditions, you know, with axial spondyloarthritis. But what is fatigue? We all know it's being tired and never seeming, even with a night's sleep, you wake up and you're exhausted. I know I can be sitting there and just put something on TV and 
especially if I've had a stressful situation going on, and I'll go right to sleep because my body needs it. So the problem is that it's excessive tiredness. It can impact your work, uh, concentration, relationships, and emotions. And so it's very important to make sure you get it addressed and make sure that the doctor is working with you to find out what's the best way to help to combat this fatigue. So, you know, does this article goes on to talk about does axial spondyloarthritis actually cause fatigue? And they say there are many reasons why fatigue occurs with spondyloarthritis. The main factor, the uncontrolled systemic inflammation. It takes a lot of energy to continue to have your body fight this inflammation. And there's also some research being looked into and and evaluated to say that these cytokines that our body can release may also cause anemia in some people, and that adds to the fatigue that you're dealing with. Also, with axial spondyloarthritis, none of us sleep well. We toss, we turn, you can't lay on your back, you can't lay on your side. So as you're constantly bopping around, you never get a good night's solid sleep. That just doesn't come for enough of us. And then top that off, if there's any excessive weight gain because of a lack of activity, that can lead to breathing issues. I know I have sleep apnea, and they've put me on a machine, and I can tell if I wear that machine, I'll get five, six hours straight of sleep, good sleep. If I don't wear it like I didn't wear last night, forget it. I'm, I'm lucky if I get an hour of sleep at a time, and I track that through my Fitbit. Um, you can use anything, an Apple Watch, Sony, Samsung, wh whatever you've got, but you can see your sleep patterns in the erratic of them as they as you continue to wake up so on top of that if you're low in sleep you're not feeling well you don't have energy what sets in depression well, when you have the inflammation the mental tiredness and then depression sets in all of those are factors to again just continue to decrease energy and help to um, just create more fatigue in your body the fatigue that you don't need so all of that ties in together and it's really stuff that you want to be looking at if you have depression talk to somebody could be a priest could be a pastor could be a therapist could be a friend could be a parent talk to somebody whatever is working on your mental capacity you know talk to somebody about it so how do we treat fatigue well if you're depressed reach out and start to talk about it. Talk to your doctor about it. There might be medications that can help with that. Uh, it could be a function of the depression will go away if you get the inflammation under control. If you're not using a biologic, consider that. Uh, if you are anemic, look at the vitamin supplements that you can take. Uh, look at what your diet consists of. And if it's full of a lot of fatty foods, Maybe you scale back on some of that and increase other areas, vegetables, whatever it is, whatever can help to correct it. It's not one thing that you do. It's everything bundled together. And if you don't do everything, that one piece of the puzzle is probably not going to fix the whole issue. So maybe it's some regular exercise. And again, it doesn't have to be where you going to a gym and trying to lift weights because that's not appropriate for everybody. Just go and walk around your block. Just go walk around your apartment, walk around your house, walk around your backyard. Whatever 
whatever you're not doing now, add that to it and continue to build upon it. I was very lucky. I happened to be scouring through Craigslist and found one of those um, uh, exercise, home exercise machines. It's it's pretty big. I can't even think of the name of it right now. It's the, um, oh, you work with bands, you sit on boards. It doesn't matter, but I won't go to a gym. I know that. I won't get up and go to the gym. I'm too lazy. But now I have this machine in my apartment, and guess what? I'm doing exercise on it pretty much every day because I don't want to. It's not like I'm trying to build muscles and get huge. I just want to do movement. I just want to keep active, and that's curls, and that's bench press, and all that stuff just to keep active and move the muscles and utilize it. So whatever works best for you, you've got to know yourself, and you have to be honest enough with yourself to let yourself know what you will and won't do. I'm honest enough with myself to know I'm pretty lazy. I'm not going to go to the gym. If you like going to the gym, great, do it. If you don't, find out what's going to allow you to be more beneficial or more active, more um, able to just get up and do something. You know, talk with your doctor again, because if you're dealing with any type of issues, whether it be, you know, I'm really open with everybody. I, I have low testosterone. Mine was extremely low. I had to go on injectable shots. Makes all the difference in the world. So do what's going to be best for you. I want you to take care of yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, nobody else is going to be able to help you. And once you start to realize, and this is something I saw a lot of, is I saw younger people coming on and saying, I can't accept the diagnosis that I got. Well, guess what? You need to accept it because once you accept it, you open yourself up to treatments I saw one person say, well, the doctor wanted me to start this. The doctor wanted me to start that. And I told him, no, because I'm too young. You're not too young. Because if you start the process young, you start getting it under control when you're young. You don't end up like myself at 51 with a cane, using a walker, hunched over. So it's not about waiting and saying, I'll wait till I'm in worse shape. Don't let yourself get to that worse shape. And you do that by combating the fatigue. You do that by combating the, uh, whether it's anemia, low testosterone, depression, all of that. Get that inflammation under control. Allow your body to sleep. You can hopefully move forward into a better position to just have a better life. So with that, thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. I look forward to hearing from you. Go out to spondypodcast.com. Drop me a message. There's a little microphone down in the corner of the website that allows you to leave me a voicemail. I would love to get voicemails from around the world. I don't think it takes anything, but you know, I think it'll hold like 60 seconds, 90 seconds. So please reach out. Leave me a voicemail. And with that, have a wonderful week. Take care.